The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. First order of business. What I don't want to do is be like, we're, the world is like revolving around us. Okay, stop right there. That is what you want to do. So just continue <laughs> doing it. But <laughs> clitorally, it's taking over the world. The number of people that message me, clitorally, the number of people that will, in conversation, not on this podcast, when I'll go literally, and both of us just look at each other, and then they'll go, clitorally, clitorally. like, they will correct me and say, clitorally. Um, the number of, so I was going out to my friend Liz's house for mm -hmm. Memorial Day weekend in Cape Cod, okay. and she texted me on the side saying, just P.S. Like we cannot say clitorally in front of my husband, and I like <laughs> lost my mind. Wait, 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 wait! But why though? Why? Because she was like, "You. That's just not the. I've never met her husband before, and she, uh -huh. that just like is absolutely not like the first impression I need to like lead oh, with." Oh, see, that's the one I which, want, that, which that, makes that's, sense. Sure. And then we ended up like secretly like saying clitorally to each other, like under our breath. That's and it's hilarious. like so funny. And also I don't say it in real life, but now I kind of do because of that. And it's, we're not, setting. Not only do I say it in real life, I overuse it in real life to the point where if we, I'm sorry, when we come out with merch with that, uh, word on it my friends will buy the merch just to burn it that's how often i use the word in my actual day to day they're just they're over it i need to i need to hear my dad use it on and then then i'm gonna know we've peaked that's when the merch I, comes out when my dad uses it in in regular conversation i think that speaking of your dad i think that your dad should come on this podcast and talk about like when the vanderpump rules like reunion is over i think we need okay. a special episode with your father he would he would love that. There's absolutely you. We will. It will be. We will have to bleep a lot of what he says. It's, it's very. Fine. It'll be very off color. That's okay. We can edit. He uses 
phrases that that people don't use when describing like you know, like when Lala and Ariana had hooked up in the back of the car, he uses different, well, different you, you terminology. Read yes, than you read that. It was like mowed her lawn or something, something like that. Like that. No, but something that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that was the first order of business. Second order of business must be the succession finale, which as of press time, you just watched like an I hour just, ago. just watched it. Hot okay. off the presses. Okay. I want to hear what you have to say first, because anything I say, because I'm going to be like, I want to hear like from a fan what what you think. I will tell you, yes. Well, first of all, there was definitely a moment. I watched it with my husband and some friends that were visiting us for the holiday weekend. Everything we did during the weekend revolved around the Sunday night, 9 p.m. hour. It was like things we were doing on Friday morning. I had to make sure they were not somehow going to tangentially affect Sunday at 9. They did not. We gathered around the television. There was a moment 45 minutes into it when I looked at everyone in the room and said, I'm going to have to stand up when I watch the rest of this. Because sometimes when it's some thing I, I i can't sit down yeah, you need when to i'm very mobile. i, I wow. have to pace yes. behind everybody it's very creepy but i have to stand and watch the television in short i loved it i know a lot of people did not love it but it was the further away i get from it the more brilliant i think that it was because it's it sort of we all should have known what the finale was going to be if we've watched all four years of the show. Yeah, there correct. were callbacks to things within the episode and things from season one. Like, as you move further away from it, you might think to yourself, as I did, this was the only ending. And it was fantastic. It was the most succession episode Ever, because even the cast will tell you that they find it weird that anyone describes this show as a drama because to them, it the, it has always been just a very dark comedy. The darkest. And, I mean, <laughs> like a black the, hole of a comedy. The, the darkest comedy that's ever gotten this amount of attention for yeah, sure. Correct. I mean, and spoiler alert, everybody, like if you don't want to know how it ended, you yeah, should shut fast, off and fast forward yeah. like 10 minutes and we're good. Yeah. But at this I point, mean, everything, I, I mean, just the, the closing shot of Kendall basically being the same person that his siblings imitated 20 minutes prior was hilarious like it was it was incredibly cynical as was every episode of of the show i understand some people wanted like a bigger bang out of the ending i mean i don't know i some of these people i think wanted shiv to give birth onto like jerry's on the head table. while yeah, she yeah. was beating roman like what did you think was going to happen here like yeah. at least as outlandish as it got it was always grounded in reality and that's what happened here but to to when Tom and Shiv holding hands in the end, my God. I mean, my God. Because to quote a line, you know, Shiv saying Tom will suck whoever's dick is biggest in the room. And then Shiv not only becomes that person, but turns into her mother in 15 minutes. It now yeah. just makes sense why the writers made her pregnant and we rarely referenced it. I mean, very misogynistic, very cynical, but fucking... Brilliant. And these performances, these three, Jesus H. Christ. So good. So well, good. And isn't that the show, though, really, is like, oh, they're so rich, like, on paper because of the value of something that they hold. And, like, it's not real. And you know what I mean? And, like, it's, I mean, obviously, a com we don't have to go into, like, capitalism and, like, the comment of, like, everything is right. just an illusion. But, like, they just sign a paper and then, like, they get their payout and then they're, like, done. And that, in theory, their power just goes away forever. Yeah. And that's and what, like, Ro in Roman's, yeah. Roman's final line, that was it. He's like, this is bullshit. We are bullshit. You are bullshit. Yeah. I am bullshit. This is all bullshit. That's sort of, it was the thesis of the show, basically, is that we're all bullshit. Well, and you know what's funny is, like, I thought about it, and I was like, didn't Kendall, like, basically kill someone in season one of this show? Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder if, like, I guess that's never going to come back up. Like, I and I, like kind of went back into this little wormhole of like, oh, I thought that was going to come out and he was, that was going to be like leverage and blah, blah, blah. And then it like really is like a reason at the very end of the show that- Brilliant. She, because like, then, yeah. right, in pursuit of power, which I mean, you could name 10 people right instantly about who actually do this 
in our daily lives, you public officials, celebrities, etc. But when he's trying to gaslight his own siblings at the end and just saying, that never happened, I made it up. And they're looking at him like, are you out Why? of your fucking mind? <laughs> but public officials do that to us all the time. And half the population just says, okay, and goes along with it. Like when you, what, how you expect people to behave when you have money and power, just another thesis of the show. That was all that last scene in the boardroom when they all just got physical. And I, I real I jumped in the air and when, when Kendall made contact with Shiv and I just said, she's pregnant. That was it, it was it that. was very as someone who has been publicly on this podcast poo pooed the last couple episodes. The finale, in my opinion, was ten out of ten. Uh, I'm glad to hear you say that because I knew yeah. you were you were fencing it. You know, for, I was for just over. I was like, what can this end? Like, I was just like, I'm done. I was like, I'm done with the show. Like, let's get let's wrap it up. You know what I mean? That's like, the, I'm, I'm absolutely. You're not the only one who feels that way. And I think the brilliance of Jesse Armstrong, the creator and executive producer is that he knew exactly when to end it too. Like this could not have gone on for another season. No, God, no. We got, we got what we needed. We got, we got what we wanted. It was just so good. All the performances were so good. I was so glad we got to spend time with the kids mother for an episode just to see what an abject failure she acknowledged she was hate her like they couldn't hate her more well it's so funny because now and then they're they're all and their siblings and they're this and they're all together and then the minute that the deal goes down they just like all part ways to never to like in theory never see each other ever again right Mm -hmm. like we're to believe and i said to everyone in the room who i was watching with when as they sort of transitioned from you're watching it and sort of tearing up because they're getting along and they're fucking around and he's licking the cheese and they're imitating each other. And it's like, and then the next time the three of them together, it's just war. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> and they're so mean to each other all the time. And for me, I am an only child my entire life. The way those siblings talk to each other, that's all I ever hear when I hear siblings speak to each other. Like that tone, <laughs> that viciousness has like, oh, always really? been yeah. something that shocks me. Like people in my family, my friends, anytime the way that people speak to their siblings has always been so, I, I don't want to say appalling, but it is <laughs> but diabolical. Yeah. I mean, it's like, these are the people that you, these are your first best friends. And so you know how to, really pick them apart when you're growing up with them. And that's that that sort of tone, that sibling tone, that's always what I hear when people are talking to their brothers and sisters. So I, I'm saying that that aspect of the show is entirely realistic. Yeah, no, I, I really, and I really liked that it was like this power play. It's that thing of just like, it's so funny because I just think it's such a joke of like, we have the votes. Okay, the, the, the final episode was literally an, ep- literally an episode of Survivor. Yeah. Like, Oh, this person is who we're voting out. Okay, we have to see what the what it's six to two. Mm-hmm. Like we need four more votes to balance it out. And then they go talk to everyone, and they go talk to everyone, and they go talk to everyone, and they go talk. You know what I mean? And then like, okay, we're gonna vote, but like, wait, hold on, should it be this person instead? Should we flip it? Should it be like everyone's just clamoring? And like, is that what every business is? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's just people literally on a witch hunt, just like losing mm-hmm. their minds every day, and then like someone is the victor at the end of it. Yeah. Like insane. crazy. Yeah. And it was that board, just the board meeting and just Kendall. I can't, I I, I don't know what else to say about it other than I loved it. Um, But I mean, I think people are like flying high off the finale. So good for them. I saw a lot of hate though online oh really the morning after. but this is the so thing. much guess what you want to hear a hot take half the people are like oh, i wish that they would have been like kendall and shiv together and it's like that's not what this television show is do you know what i mean and like, it, this never, television show it never it never has been it never has been. succeeding like that's not the point of this like they are idiots they don't know what they're doing kendall has fumbled every single deal he's ever done in the show like and shiv actually, was referencing that shiv said don't, i don't yeah. think you're gonna do a good job it wasn't just nanny nanny poo poo it was you pretty much suck at everything <laughs> since we started here <laughs> i don't know like, where so that's that the thing from. that people like you know people have like a fantasy of what they want it to be and it's like that's not what this television show is lady like sorry mm-hmm. uh the only other thing i want to talk about today is to ask you if you are going to any of the gay glut of concerts that are happening this summer i'm just curious Taylor, Lizzo, Madonna. Not going to Taylor. No, I don't think so. Beyonce. I'm not a- I will be going to Beyonce. 
I have Beyonce tickets. I don't even know Hassan bought them, so he knows. <laughs> He's like reluctantly bringing me to the show. And if he hears that I like don't want to go, he will absolutely kick me off to like have someone it, like more religiously a fan of hers to go in my stead. Yeah, I'm not going. My two best friends are going to Toronto because they got good, cheaper seats there and asked us to go. And we we didn't. I didn't I, feel like going to Toronto for a, a concert that wasn't share. It's also just not like from what I'm seeing from the the Taylor Swift, it's just like I that is my nightmare. Mm -hmm. Like I like powered through it to like go to Lady Gaga last summer, like to go to like a huge football stadium to see someone. It's like the crowds, the parking, the waiting in line, the people are people do not know how to behave. The last concert I saw. Well, the last concert I saw was. I saw Madame X from Madonna because I knew they were going to take phones and it was in the theater. So I thought it would be more civilized. And it was. I saw Cher at Barclays, but, you know, no one gets like rowdy at a Cher concert. But I stopped going to concerts regularly when I saw Beyonce and Jay-Z's on the run tour at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. It was it was an it was a nightmare. It was it was apocalyptic because people do not know how to behave at a concert they think that the moment the concert starts you are supposed to no matter where your seat is run as close to the stage as possible and in people's rows we were in the second row at metlife and someone a group of people said excuse me can we get in and we just thought their seats were at the end of the row so we backed up so they could get to their seats but they just stood directly in front of us and didn't move and started eating hot dogs and drinking their <laughs> I mean, Pepsi I feel Colas. Like you, I feel like you, there. No, we had tapped him on the shoulder. We we're like, uh, hi, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, we couldn't see from back there. I was like, but you're going back there again. Goodbye. We had to basically physically shove them out of there. It was absolute mayhem. My friend, Mark, called 911 from no. our seats. Which we call pulling a Tina Knowles to eject not herself, but other people <laughs> out of the room. He called, he, first he called MetLife security and they were not responding quickly enough for him. So he called 911 from our actual That's seats. insane. It still took them 40 minutes to get down there. By that time, the fucking show was almost over. It was so unpleasant. The whole thing was so unpleasant. And like, not for nothing. I mean, I'm going to be absolutely skewered and roasted over an open flame for saying this, but like, why go to the Taylor Swift concert when you can just literally Google, literally Google Taylor Swift concert and you can Mm -hmm. see second one to second three hours and 59 minutes up close. Like like, you are a bead of her sweat. You can be that close if you watch it on TV. It's kind of ruined concerts for me. Is that bad that like even a reputable Instagrams were like day one of Beyonce's concert, just posting every single like outfit she's in. It's like, no, like, no, like don't do this. Like now you're ruining it. You know what I mean? I I don't concerts. Someone recently suggested asked me to go to a concert. Maybe it was at it was at Hammerstein or what's the one in the West Village, Webster Hall. I was like, "Where are the seats?" They're like, "Oh, it's general admission." I just looked no, at them. I and don't I was do like, general. I don't. You don't do know it. me better than this. Like, no. are you insane? See, this is why we're the same, and this is what I like about you. I I, I would never GA. It even just sit, that's my response to would I sit in GA? Yeah, that's it. That's literally, <laughs> so literally. The response. No. Speaking of general admission. Speaking of general admission and absolute chaos, I'm very excited to speak about today's client. Why don't we bring in our guest? Let's do it. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, we have one of the funniest people that I've ever met. Her name is Sumera Syed. You know her as Sumera the Baker on Instagram and TikTok. She is so hilarious. You might have watched her on Food Network's Bake It Till You Make It, as well as the Holiday Baking Championship. Sumera, the old slapper herself, welcome. All right, you slagged. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, we met on Bake It Till You Make It, which is a show on Food Network about bakers that go all across the country competing in competitions. And Sumera, we get to Dallas, Texas. We walk into Sumera's house. <laughs> Me and two of our mutual friends, Dominic, immediately are smitten with this woman, and she had us peeing our pants every time we went to go film there, and we've now become the best of friends. Yep, that was it. It was just over that one cake, and then we fell in love, did we not? <laughs> yeah. Um, she's one of the, f- I, I'm terrified to see what's about to happen when the two of you <laughs> like, really get going. Uh, especially, especially about the, this subject matter. Exactly. So, I mean, when it comes to fixing a celebrity, this is quite, this is a behemoth, really. This is yeah. like someone saying, yeah. fix religion, fix Wall Street, fix Lindsay Lohan. I know. I'm rolling my sleeves up right now to get Are down you ready? and dirty in this one. <laughs> well, let me Literally. ask you, were you now, because when our guests come on, they come to us in different ways. Were you, did Chris give you a list of people that we were fixing and you selected her or is this just happenstance? C- correct. He gave me a list and I just picked out the addicts. <laughs> let me deal with them. <laughs> um what we, what made what what made you pick her from the from the the list of miscreants on I, that list? I have to be honest, right? Okay, so I, I'm I'm sober and and so I really identify with her insanity. And um <laughs> but you know, that kind of sorry go round that Lindsay Lohan's been on for a few years. But at mm-hmm. the same time, she is like a bit of an enigma and she's kind of like if she hadn't gotten herself into a situation where she just started partying and like just basically was ravaged by childhood prodigy kind of syndrome, I really think she could have gotten far. She she could have been amazing. And she had a lot of promise and it all just went tits up when she decided she wanted to get wasted instead. So, Well, mm. and it didn't help that her parents are both absolute monsters it's in every way possible awful, and would not awful. get out of the press. Yeah. Yup. Horrid. Horrid. And they they actually split up when she was three years old and then got back together uh, in yes. like 2005 and then then got divorced. I can't imagine how much of a mind, like how where her mind was at during that time. It would have been awful. Well, and like get back together to like ride the gravy train that is their daughter that's become an A-list superstar. Right. She got, you know, she got signed as a model at age three and by 10, yes. basically age 10, she was a veteran because by that point she had done commercials for like big fast food restaurants. She had actually done a, a bunch of like uh, modeling for like Calvin Klein, Abercrombie and Fridge. So by 10 year, like 10 years old, she's a vet. She's considered a veteran. Yes. Right? And, so and then starts all- starting in movies. Yes. You know what I mean? like, right? Like how old trap, is she you know, in the parent trap? Yep. She's like crazy. young. Yeah. yeah. And but and I tell you what, before she was even 17, it was crazy the amount of stuff that she actually had done. She had released an album by age 17. By the way, I had to listen to the music just before I did this because I was like, I cannot remember. And I listened to it. It's trash. But it <laughs> absolutely not. How fucking dare you? We're, this rumors, isn't the album with rumors on it, is it? Rumors, rumors yes. is a classic. Is an so, amazing song. I'm telling rumors, darling. Whatever the rest of the words are, I'll um, just yeah, like that one song. song but I know not... every single word to that song. Oh dear God! That is. Why have you not sung this, Gary? <laughs> it's a beautiful song. Right, you know, like, Christopher, it's a beautiful it's song. It's great. It's a great pop song. I'm sorry. It's a great song. I don't know. I've seen him get excited about a bag of chips like this, so I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not taking it. I love bag of chips. 
rumor they're cool ranch Doritos is what she's talking about. <laughs> no, rumors is great. How I take umbrage with your comment because rumors uh, is a great song. And that's that album is great. Anyway, continuing on. So yeah, she had released an album. She had been in nine million movies. We right. don't have to like explain her career to anyone. By, by like anyone listen. Yes. And have had a bigger career than most mm-hmm. adult working actors at that point. Oh, and, and just- that is an accomplishment to even be a celebrity that you mm-hmm. could speak to someone who's a hundred or two and you will just say, Lindsay, and mm-hmm. they know exactly who you're speaking about fan or not. She is just one of those celebrities. And right. by the way, I, I have to say that when you said bag of chips before, mm-hmm. I swear to God, I thought you meant bag of chips, the British drag queen and that's why i started screaming because i love baga and then when you were like oh potato chips i was like i'm an idiot do i say something or just do we keep moving on but i couldn't keep it to myself because i didn't want to hear me reacting that strongly to a bag of potato chips on the podcast when i knew it was a person also that you know there's a, a bit of a connection to speaking of addicts obviously your previous person you tried to fix was was demi lovato also an right. addict do you know what connects her and Lindsay Lohan? Apart from the addiction, Wilma. Wilma Valderrama. Valderrama. Oh my God, you're What's right. Name? They both wow. dated him. Both. I she was 18 when she dated, dated Wilma. She was 18. Oh and he was like, what? So he's like six or seven Wait, years old. How old was he's he? 25. How old was he? He's like 40 something. So I think there's a seven year age gap between them from what, um, what I remember. So wow. look at that connection. Hey, both vulnerable women. Both young, both huge stars, pretty good at what they do. And Wilma sneaks his little butt right in. Just wow. saying. That's kind of interesting. His semen robs women of their self-respect. Literally. The exactly. Literally. 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 <laughs> he so was 24. Of the hour. She yeah. was 17. She was oh, 17. <gasps> oh, why is that his number? It's like Leo with 25, but he has 17. According to Parade Magazine, or Parade.com, hold on, let me do that a quick call. According to Parade.com, like a legit Valderrama and Lohan were first spotted together in May 2004 when she was 17 years old and he was 24. Uh, well, they if didn't it's make in their, Parade. They didn't make their relationship public until she turned 18 years old in July 2004. I wonder why, Wilma. So he did this multiple times. Mm-hmm. Just saying, just saying. That's Vulnerable disgusting. Women. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is there even, how do we even do this? I don't, I'm like at a lot, like, I, I mean, there's so like, much I want to say. I, so much because really like um, her troubles started back in 2007 where it was very apparent that there was an issue because on the film, um, what was it called? No, I know who, I know who killed me. That's oh my God. Movie. That is, you are going so, that is like the end of the career. Yeah, but that's when she was, like, turning up on set, like, late and, like, getting fucked up all the time. Yeah. And, like, the director was... Let's let's go back. Sorry. Yes, correct. But before that, her (laughs) career, she's she's in The Parent Trap as a child, carrying the entire movie as twins, being one person. Where usually Mm -hmm. twins play one person. She's Mm -hmm. one person playing twins. She mm-hmm. then is then in a million other movies. Obviously, she's in the one of the most successful teen comedies ever to exist, Mean Girls, and is the main character right. mm-hmm. and is yeah. launched into a level of fame that like very few people have ever come like even touched. And then from there, like as that's all happening, her parents. I'm never going to not bring it back to her parents. Her mm-hmm. parents are literally in the news every single fucking day for fighting mm-hmm. with each other, always yeah. commenting about each other in the press, screaming at each other. Remember the photos of like them, like walking and like, it would just be like the worst photos that you would see of like her mom, like looking oh. insane and her dad, like screaming at people. And like, yeah. just, they made a spectacle of themselves while their daughter was like, I'm just like trying to be an actor and like mm-hmm. do what you guys have like basically groomed me to do my entire life. And like make a lot of money for our family by being in Herbie Foley Loaded. Like, right. I- <laughs> 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 
I mean, it was. As well, someone I, from Long Island, I will tell you, we're so proud. That the and we're Lions so proud about there. that one. We've always. <laughs> they're literally, they're like the Butterfucos, but with one talented child. It's yes. literally, that's how they're regarded well, they, on Long they Island. Her siblings are actors slash models too. So that's why I said, sure. that's why I said one, one. talented oh, right, child. Right, I'm aware of what the fuck that. they right. think I'll they're doing with their careers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that was, I think, the beginning because we were like, oh, fuck. Like these, they were like, every day Perez Hilton was like, that was like when Perez Hilton was like where you were going to get your like celebrity gossip. Yeah. And like every day it was a post about one of them saying something about the other mm-hmm. one in the on TMZ or in this place or they were here and they were there and they yelled at someone. Like her parents were absolutely insufferable mm-hmm. for like the majority of her adult career. And they, you know, she, she peaked at the exact time that pop culture becoming, you know, less of a hobby and more of like a way of life for people specifically in our country, um, where it just became a part, knowing pop culture stats and news just became part of the everyday conversation. And love or hate him because of people like Perez Hilton and the intersection of the rise of social media, whoever was hot at the time became the guinea pigs for, I mean, for everything, for what we're doing here right. on this podcast, Lindsay, Brittany, Paris. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the triumvirate. The Holy the, Trinity. Oh, they the are the Holy, the Holy Trinity. Trinity. Like remember oh when God, they're on that, that car photo? together? <laughs> I really want, I want to blow that photo up and just hang it over my fireplace because I really believe it is the most important piece of photojournalism of that decade. <laughs> I'm only half kidding about it because that's what that whole decade was right, right. about. I mean, it's the rise of the rise of the form of entertainment we're giving mm-hmm. you here mm-hmm. has its roots, sadly, in the <laughs> exploitative private lives of people like Paris Hilton and Britney Spears between like 2005 and 2010. It was it spawned an industry and they were part of it. Now, yeah. Does well, and, that mean we're letting her off the hook for her behavior? Absolutely not. No, we're not. No, absolutely not. Um, I'm sorry you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> but they in Paris Hilton's book, she talks about that photo and the, how people called it the like the the holy trinity of bimbos or something like that. And how it was like people made fun of it. And now she's like, and now everyone loves that photo because it's like they're three queens. And apparently there's oh, yeah. like you can buy like aluminum foil thing that you would like put on your windshield so that your car doesn't get too hot. Yeah, yeah. You can I buy one of those that has that picture on it. And I oh think gosh. I need to buy one for myself and for you, Dominic, to have that. Yeah, eBay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Wow. I think I need wow. to, that's, I think that needs to be your uh, birthday, your, your pride gift from me. And you know what? I mean, obviously I will use it even in the Every winter day. time yeah. <laughs> when I go to Target, I will put that in the front of my car. Um, it's, it's funny to look back on it because all of these women are now hovering around 40, but they were so a part of our daily lives back then mm-hmm. in the middle to late O's, I guess you would call them Aughts. that they see, thank you. They seemed so old at the time. And these, they were like in 16 the, they're years in the, old. Right, they're in the prime of their lives right now. Like, it just feels like we're taking them out of mothballs. None of them are old they're all they're all 40 they're all still vital they're all still young it's so weird to think of that you know talk about this these war stories from so many years ago and they're now just they're they're beyonce's age right and they're like i was a minor like do you know what i mean like when we were like Lindsay lohan's a fucking slut like she was literally 16 years old like do you know what i mean like truly right but then, I mean, like, what else is there to say about her career? She's a humongous movie star. Everyone's obsessed with her. Like, we're seeing her starting to drink and do drugs and go out and party with all these other, like, steal you know, jewelry. Paris and all them. Yeah. Steal. Oh, my God. I forgot that she stole the jewelry. <gasps> she stole that gold necklace. Do you remember? And then she yeah. uh, she didn't. But that did, was, did like, that was part that? of the whole thing. You know what I mean? Of being, like, I'm going to rob, like, you know I what I mean? Like, I'm, like, shoplifting. Yeah. But remember she had DUIs and she was in yeah. court and she wrote fuck you or something on her fingernails yeah. so the judge could see it. Remember okay, how, like it was every moment she was in public was just another story. Like okay, she yeah, was, it coming, was it's all coming back zero. to me. Yeah, legal yeah, trouble. It's insane. Yeah. And even when she wasn't doing shit, someone around her was doing it. Remember when Jason Davis, that sleaze bag, called her 
fire crotch yes. and Perez Hilton put it on his website and then it was just people treated it like it, it was mayhem. Thank yeah. you. It was mayhem. People treated it like it was the funniest thing they had ever heard in their entire life. And it just, it branded her pun intended. It literally branded her. And she just started this, <clears throat> excuse me, this descent mm-hmm. into pop culture chaos. I mean, well, she's really like the golden child of pop culture chaos. A hundred percent. And the thing that's sad is like, okay, your parents are both literal piece. Like I would spit on them if I saw them in person. Like your parents are both human pieces of garbage Mm -hmm. that don't give a fuck about you at all. They just care about them being famous and like wanting to be at parties and doing shit like that. Cause never forget that they like tried to get the younger daughter to be on like a reality show about Mm -hmm. her life. They tried to Ashley Simpson, the younger (laughs) sister that didn't work. And and, like Dina was like supposed to be, it was like pretending to be the Chris, Jenner, Jenner like mm-hmm. didn't work and who's there to like help this person who's like been a, a child star we already know what's gonna happen to her because she's a child star right. like n- both of her parents could care less about her other than the money that she's bringing into the family and then we all as a so- society literally roast her over an open flame for doing everything that she does it's like there was no it was never gonna be a yeah. successful story right yeah. Yeah, it's like you said, Dom. It's like she came up at a time where there was all these rising stars and 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 people were just getting scrutinized for every tiny little thing that they were doing. But the unfortunate thing with Lindsay Lohan is that she kept on screwing up doing very it. publicly. Yeah, absolutely. Like she, yeah. I mean, she do you do you remember the time that she apparently put out a, an attack on Baron Hilton? Um, <laughs> yes, on Baron Hilton. And she was yes. like found guilty of doing that, like getting someone to sh- kick the shit out of him or something. And that was nuts. Uh, that was a nuts story. Uh, I mean, what? And then um, there was a time well, that's she, even... that she tried to kidnap a Syrian refugee. Yes. I mean, that was a low point. <laughs> yeah, because she then, but the worst thing is to top it off. To top it off, guys, not only does she try and kidnap a Syrian child, she also does a weird Arabic kind of style accent. Right. And then yeah. <laughs> seemingly trying to speak in Arabic, I think. I mean, what was that? How can well, you that's thing- come back from that? She but is someone who yeah. like was so iconic in her moment that there's always going to be a big fan base of people who love her because they yeah. love Mean Girls or Parent Trap. Like she'll always be impenetrable. So she's always going to have a group of people rooting for her no matter what. Mm. But every time she resurfaces, even like when the chaos has subsided, she can't, she just cannot even lift her head above water and just be like, everything is normal. Like every time you hear about her, she is kidnapping a Syrian child mm. or she is doing a, a comeback series, which is her, Owning a club in Mykonos sounds like a bad idea for an addict, but sure, we'll go along. And it fizzles very quickly. You yeah. know, this is someone who needs, who we know is talented and who was built that way as a kid. This wasn't a talentless child actor. The thing that frustrates me about her is after what would be considered periods of reflection for her Mm -hmm. when she pops up, it's always another moron moment. Like, what are you doing? Like you're given a chance every two to three years to come back and show everyone what we know you are. And instead you're, you're attempting to kidnap a refugee and using an accent from a different continent that doesn't apply to you at all. Right. And you know how she explained that away? Oh, but, Dubai's my home. I live in Dubai. I don't know why I'm doing that accent for Lindsay. But anyway. Like, I mean, that was basically what she sounded like too. So Yeah, I guess, that, yeah. That was her doing an Arabic accent. I live in Dubai. And, no. and like, I think that all the, she's just like lost. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I think that's really what it is, is like she, yes, she was trying to like, kidnap a child but like i don't i think she believed that she was trying to help the child well i like, mean she did I offer a hotel up, room yes i only bring up her parents so much is because like they clearly didn't really care about her and then like mm. from there she's yet to find someone that like other than now i'm assuming her husband who she's now having this child yeah, with, with is yeah. like the first person to like actually be like an anchor for her and not right. someone who's like using her because she's yeah. Lindsay lohan does that make sense yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. And she did you see the Christmas movie she did with Netflix and she just signed like a yes. I think a two or three film deal or something with them? Of course yeah. I did. It's basically Thanks. like Netflix does Hallmark essentially is yes, what it is. Yes, 100%. And yes. I actually must say that I enjoyed that Christmas movie. I loved it, but it I was great. I, 
I can watch tripe at Christmas and be fine yeah. with it. Go, this is lovely. <laughs> I love it. You know, it doesn't matter. But I well, like, but like I went in. I was just going to say that, like, uh, I think that if it was just like a normal, I don't know, an action or a drama movie, I don't know whether I would like it, but I think it's the nostalgia of Christmas that made me go, oh, I love this. But Well, and like, yeah. I knew that that's what it was going to be. <laughs> like, I knew that it was going to be like a Hallmark, like a Hallmark version yeah. movie. And so that's, I, and this is the other thing is like, I forgot that one, she like, put a hit on Perry Hilton. I forgot that I forgot that she I forgot about like when she had to go to trial and she had the blonde hair and she was really skinny. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. And she's gotten all the work done and she, it, she looked so bad. And there was there was that picture of her and, and she looked yeah. so bad. And everyone was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, no. Yeah. Like every time she comes to do her comeback things or she tries to do something new, everyone wants her to succeed. That's yeah. something that I feel like we all want well for her. Which like I can't say about many other people that we've talked about on this show so far. Right. Like yeah. right. we all really want her to like one be okay and like two to like have a career again. Like sure. even when she did the Mykonos thing, like we religiously watched that show for the first like three or four episodes because yeah. I was like I want this to work because I want her to like have something to do and like be okay. And it yeah. was like a and terrible television show, and terrible. it was very obvious that she was out of her mind. But like. Right. I was like, oh, but now we can see that she's out of her mind and that she can then get help. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I, 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 and I feel like I speak for most of like America, dare I say, <laughs> when I'm like, most people want her to be successful. And they like, my mom is like, oh my God, she's pregnant. I hope my boyfriend, Hassan's mom, who loves Freaky Friday, her, the favorite, her favorite movie of all time, uh, like, I was like, Lindsay Lohan's pregnant. And she's like, oh my God, what? And she's like, so happy. You know what I mean? Like, we all want her to be okay. Yeah, there's there's just this quality that Lindsay Lohan has that differs from a few kind of celebrities where, like you say, you want her to be okay. And... Um, and And I think that's probably comes from the fact that because we know that her parents are like hideous creatures... And that she had, a, she's a child prodigy, right? So she started at a very young age. And we've seen that over over time. Like there's been a lot of like child actors from like, for instance, uh, Wizard of Oz, you know. Uh, Judy. Ju- yeah. Judy Garland. Like Judy, Judy Garland. Garland. Like that was just tragic. And like, I, I really don't want this to end in tragedy for her because I think she could be so good. Because um, you can pull out of it. Just having insane parents as a child star, you can. I, Drew Barrymore comes to mind. She yeah. talks about the most hideous shit that mm. she did with her mother's consent as a kid. She talks about it on her show all the time. And she is now uh, Drew Barrymore. You know, she is all love and light and Laura Ashley Gauchos and, and whatever she's the fuck else is going on there. But she's fantastic. in Walmart. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Drew Barrymore. Yes. Yeah. And shitty coffee machines. Good for her. Well, That's the thing, it. because every time we think that 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 Lindsay is going to reclaim her Katie Heron or Freaky Friday glory, mm. she she gives us that Mykonos show, which was sort of like watching Vanderpump Rules if it took place in an actual state-run asylum. Like, it was just not. <laughs> it was just not. I made it to the end of Act 2 in the first episode, and I was, goodbye. I was like, I can't. My binge list is too long, and you, you you can't. You have to impress me right off the bat. But it was also in it. friggin' Mykonos, which is like Brits abroad hell. Like Brits <laughs> abroad are the worst. It's like, all right, we're going to Magaluf and Mykonos. We're going to have steak and chips, which is exactly what we do in England. We think like, oh, could she ever just get back to what you said, like Katie Ka- Katie Heron fame? It's like she can't because that's like what her best role she's ever done. And it's like a role that will live on in infamy for the rest of like time because of how like iconic that movie is. Mm. You know what I mean? I she mean, is, is, she was her? literally at the top of the, she was like literally at the top of the world. Sure. Like she had the world in her palm. Is mean girls, Lindsay Lohan's wizard of Oz. Is that it? Like, is she just always going to be a God? I, I am not projecting that her life should end the way that Judy's ended, obviously, but yeah, I, will say, I, I know she's got more. I know mm-hmm. that she is that actress. I know but that she's, I just know she's super work. talented. I feel like we all know it and we're just waiting. That's what it gets frustrating about her is well, that, you know, you're waiting for that next big role, but I, she's not, you know, that Netflix Christmas movie was, it just wasn't it. It mm-hmm. just wasn't it for me. Where does she live currently? 
Has that been I established since she announced? She still lives there. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. She does not. I don't think she lives in the United States. I, I will say that that I was kind of, I remember like, I felt like I hadn't seen Lindsay do anything for a while. And then she comes back, pops back up with a trout pout and like, looks like she's been in a fan and she's, you know, and it's the wind yeah. fucking yeah. flew right. and it's stuck. Like, I was like, what right. happened? Like she's dressed as Kimberly Guilfoyle for Halloween and just, right. it's, <laughs> it's, it's May, take yeah. it off. I was like, too, it was too much Botox in the old upper lip, my dear. Just lessen it up. You look like a trout. Um, you know, this, know, this least... isn't my pitch, but the obvious pitch to me really now realizing that she still lives there is that she could save the troubled real housewives of Dubai. She by well, the fact that she's not on it is a crime. Oh. The, the fact that she's not on it is a crime. That's a I'm great. sure they asked her and she was like, absolutely not. Yeah. She'd be a fool to say no. We would watch She'd a show. A this is the thing. No. This is the thing though. I don't need her on an ensemble show. I'm watching mm. her by herself. Yep. I'm watching her look walk through a room alone and be insane. Yeah. I don't know if she can take that much responsibility. I, she can. She, she can. She I can watch that, though. I it's can watch sort of, that. It's sort of like when they let Betty White host Saturday Night Live. They're like, well, you're going to do it, but we're also going to have three or four other hosts People with you here. because <laughs> it's a lot of work and your limited <laughs> capabilities. I feel like Lindsay, while she is not in her 90s, there is still a limit to what she can do. Yes, correct. Artistically. I, I, but every frame is watchable. Yeah, it'd yeah. be great because it's like Lindsay, my life after, and it's like, oh, it's me with my baby and my my husband, and and this is how we live, and her just being normal, you know. And but also talk about I'd her watch, struggles. Like I would, I'd watch I would every 100%. frame of it. Yeah, every single one of us would. Sorry, <laughs> I, I mean that's the winning pitch, honestly. Like we would watch parties yeah. every week. We all would. Every week, yeah. I would watch it. Yeah. Uh, my my, I, I don't even know what my pitch is at this point. I, it's changed so much during this conversation. I mean, she. <laughs> what was I it going to be? What was it going to be? I don't know. I I entered this episode and I was thinking like I was trying to think of the right role for her yeah. to break mm -hmm. through, and I just don't know if that's the right thing. I thought her proving her talent, maybe on Broadway, maybe in a one woman sort of, or maybe or a one or two character limited series where she can play off of someone, but I'm not sure that the, I don't know that that's the answer. She's it's done the West end. Broad, she's Broadway's too much work. Before. Yeah. True. Broadway's what has she work. done on the West end? What did she, she did, do? I don't even remember what it was, but she did a play on the West end, like a few years ago. Um, to be perfectly honest, I have no idea how it did, but she was in the West end. So she's done stage. I don't know. I, I think she's just, I mean, she's madder than a box of frogs, really. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, of course, of course. She was appearing in Speed the Plow in the role that Madonna was in when she made her Broadway debut. Oh Lord. oh, Lord. Oh my God, how the fuck did I forget about this? Every move this woman made before she went into obscurity, every single move was a headline. I'm, get, I'm catching up with this West End thing from a 2014 article in Vanity Fair. It's called Lindsay Lohan's London Theater Disaster. Mm -hmm. Oh, she was beautiful too. She's really beautiful. I don't know what she looks like currently, so I'm not making any sort of Still comparison. But she really was just quite, quite beautiful. All right. Do we think should we get to? I think it's time for our pitches. Give me your pitches, pitches. Ready for my pitch? Right. Bring it on. Wait. No. Stop. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> she adjusted herself in her chair. Yeah, first. I just that I had to position my. <laughs> Bracing she's for ready. impact, right? She's, I am now ready. ready. Okay. Um, Lindsay Lohan, you're on the right track right now. You're not going to do too much. You are going to have this baby. You are going to do a very tasteful, like People or like Vanity Fair or like other big publication, like exclusive photos of the baby right when it's born. You are then going to obviously like do motherhood for the first like six months. And then what I want you to do is to just start booking roles as like B characters in movies. Just be mm -hmm. in more movies. You don't need to, it doesn't, all, the pressure does not need to be all on you. You don't need to be the star of your movie. You are going to be the funny B character that comes in a little bit in like random little movies. 
you're just going to like ease yourself back in. It's not for the first time ever. It's not going to be the here's Lindsay's comeback and we're going to all worship her again. You're just right. going to be a character in other people's movies and you're going to swallow your pride, be a mom, bring the baby on set and let everyone ooh and ah at it. And what I want you to do, and I don't know if I want her to do what what Amy Schumer did when she did her like cell phone documentary that she basically just shot on a cell phone about her pregnancy, <laughs> but some kind of like either maybe putting more stuff on social media mm-hmm. but I kind of don't want it to be on social media I kind of want it to be something we can watch on a TV of like right. you mo- motherhood and just right. like showing us what you do every day it's not a reality show it's again z- low pressure low pressure not we're going to do this reality show that's going to be on Hulu and it's going to rival the Kardashians and it's the best thing that's ever happened and then her mom's going to fly like no 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 we're going to show you changing your baby's diaper and then like singing your baby a song. Like we're going to see like your husband, like burping your child while you like make a bottle for it. We're going to see like, again, low stakes, but we're getting content that shows us that Lindsay's like alive. And then she's going to be this little B character in movies. She can do a little bit of press, but it's not this earth shattering, like, tectonic plates are going to be in realignment come back because it Mm -hmm. never works. So we're going to just ease her back. We're easing her in. We're easing ourselves in. We're easing the, the press in to just like her, a being a person in the world again, that we, that we care. (laughs) (laughs) But like ourselves, we, we get so ahead of ourselves and then she gets it. Like everyone just gets ahead of it. And then we're like waiting for it to be the best thing in the whole world. And then it's that mm-hmm. Hallmark Christmas movie that was like exactly what I assumed it would be, but like, sure. Great. Like it took her three right. days to film that movie. That is my pitch. Right. Mm. So that's my pitch. I feel like that that's definitely the reality pitch. And now I'm, I'm waiting for the circus pitch. <laughs> well, I'm the only other person here. So what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> She should be named Your the American ambassador to the, you know, they should be, she should be named ambassador to the United Arab Emirates, home of the oh <laughs> I, by the way, um, that is not my pitch. Oh, but it should be. It should be. <laughs> it really should. Like, that's it. Done. Circus pitch. As Christmas, <laughs> this always happens a lot. Here is my, here is my circus pitch, but I also did get another idea, which I will not count as my pitch. But while I was listening to Chris, I would like to actually do something unprecedented. Here we, and here we go. Add what I think is that as part of Chris's pitch, as an addendum, as these B roles, she should be playing Amy Poehler's role in the new Mean Girls uh, movie musical that they're filming. Wow. She should just take over the cool mom role. I'm giving that to you and putting that into the B-roll part of your pitch. Mm, interesting. Wow, interesting. that's good. Wow, thank you. I mean, you. she's that's the right age. She's the right age. She should do yes. it. And and you say that's a gift. That's a gift that will keep on giving too, just like Mean Girls. It sure so will. Like, oh, yes. That wow. idea is so good. I'm patting myself on the back, and I'm I have to believe that someone's already thought of it like someone had to have approached her to be in that movie at some point so let's see what happens they were like what do you they were like we will do like whatever you want we're we're ready i'm sure i do think you know when i was researching while we were talking earlier and this is terrible you know we do not we do not slut shame on this podcast we only slut fame because we Mm -hmm. think it's fantastic (laughs) but apparently one of her scandals which i forgot from 10 years ago was a list. What am I reading here? Oh, the list of men, the conquests. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A list that she had allegedly written featuring 36 men she had slept with Uh was published. And the list included Heath Ledger, James James Franco, Franco. Mm -hmm. Adam Levine, Zac Efron, Justin Timberlake, Colin Farrell, Joaquin Phoenix, Wilma, Wilma Valderrama, and Jamie Dornan. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as lists go, that's a good one. That's, that's a, a great that's, list. Yeah. I mean, is there a weak one? I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, I could probably do without, but uh, everyone oh, else yeah. on that list. Yeah, but they're sure. both freaks. They're both freaks. So they would have been like, have, like it was probably wild. It was probably a one and done too. It was probably a one I and also, done. And th- th- you didn't hear from her for six weeks after those encounters, right. probably. I also don't 
believe that that's real, <laughs> like at all. Like anyone can write down a list and be like, Lindsay Lohan wrote this. Like, do you know what I mean? I do, but I kind of want it you to be true because it. it makes yeah. me emulate her more. I think this is my real pitch. I think that remember that remember the show based on based uh, tightly on The Bachelor called Unreal. Yes, um, mm-hmm. I want there to be a show based loosely slash tightly on Lindsay Lohan's life, and it should be called Unraveling. And <laughs> it, this, if you are if you are looking her up online. Right. Literally every time this woman left the house between the years 2004 and 2016, it it just went on TMZ because she did something or said something. It's not a mini series. It's like a multi-year. I'm talking a 60 episode commitment based on her life. She can executive produce it. And at the in each episode, she plays a different C character, a cashier, a driver, and that's just and that that's how we then get reminded that she's an actor. Uh-huh. During all this time, she's nursing her baby offset. By the time the kid's three years old, she could split some duties with the nanny, and then after three years on unraveling, she can then start doing the B roles and then turn into the Meryl Streep that we all knew her to be. And that's it. Just a little bit of. A little bit of a mockumentary, a little bit of owning the narrative, as it were, where she gets to tell an exaggerated version of her story as a dramedy. And then when it's run its course, she mm-hmm. resumes life as a 40 plus year old actress, actual actress. Oh, interesting. The circus pitch wasn't that much of a circus. Wasn't too circusy this week. <laughs> no, it was wasn't. It was not. Dominic. I do like your idea, Dominic. I think it's cool. You know, it would be fun to see her doing a role if it was like a bit wacky and off the wall. But to be honest, because she is now having this child, I wonder whether it's better for her to have more of a reality thing, which is what you said, Chris, because we just see her being normal. I think we need to see her being normal. Um, I think we need to see that like, She's okay. It's like you were saying, like, it would be great if she did just like go, oh, I am loving life right now. My cup runneth over, uh, you know, or whatever. So I think it would be nice to, um, as you can see, I'm going for Chris's bitch here. <laughs> I've already, I've already, I've, I've already, already marked it down, down on the slapper sheet. Yes, it's already, I'm literally typing Chris wins again. Because he keeps bringing his friends on this podcast and I don't have any friends to come here and pick my fucking Dominic, ideas, bo- so Dominic, just... book people on our podcast. I don't book know I anybody, Chris. You're my only friend. I have my husband and you and that's my whole life. He he did slip me a fiver earlier on, so there you go. Um... Yes. <laughs> um, it's... No, Chris's no, idea is but... great. There's no I I there's no anger here. When I win, Chris goes into a that an absolute not rage. Even true. I half the time I'm like I know Dominic's already gonna win. I literally call it before we even do it. This uh, is yeah, but you're like, only saying that to save face, Christopher, and I know it. No, it's you're just like, not. oh, no, I just don't. Could it be a bit of a diva? Oh my god, you guys! Are <laughs> I feel it through the through the podcast. I literally am like, like I know Dominic. I'm like I just I know when he's gonna have a really good idea. I know when he's gonna have one. It just and wasn't every time today. I said that he's won. It just wasn't today. <laughs> No, but it's but it's but what I will say is that my, the thing I highlighted a lot in my pitch is what you did, which is like again, oh, this is going to be all about her life, and it's going to be this, and it's going to be that, and it's like, no, that's too much for her. It, yeah, she, you're it probably needs to be about right. Someone else's yeah, life, it's too much. It, yeah, you know, because then because every, I will... one in the press is going to build that as this is her tell all. It's going to be back. this. She's going to do mm-hmm. so much. No, she needs yeah. to just like. I will be say a, a lot of the people. Well, a lot of the people. <laughs> Like be just like the UPS girl, like at in a in a show that shows up and is like, "Hey, like, yeah. what's up?" Blah, blah blah something, and then like is off, you know? Yeah, I think we talk about a lot of true fucking assholes on this show who we make an attempt to fix, but secretly in my head, I'm like, "This person's just going to be this way forever." I firmly believe that. <laughs> I firmly wait, 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 wait. We literally, you know that literally, well, Samara, you do know, is that we literally will be like, we call this pulling a Meghan Markle, like all the time on the show. 
I no. firmly believe that Lindsay Lohan has it in her. I do. I don't. For as yeah. many times as it's mm-hmm. been like a swing and a miss, I believe that her greatness is is coming. And I don't think it's I don't think she's going to have to rely on the right writer or the right director. I think she yeah. has seen and done enough that she knows how to do this. She just has to want it. And, you know, maybe she doesn't want it. I mean, I'm not even considering that. Maybe she. Well, that's the other thing. She went through enough as a kid and with that family. Maybe she's just like, fuck you guys. The Mykonos thing was the best it's going to get. Now I'm going to have kids. Goodbye. But she, all she has to do is say that. Like, I don't want to be an actor anymore. But she knows that. But that's the thing is that she knows that she can just like be like, I want to be in a movie. And then everyone's like, okay, we'll write you a Netflix Christmas movie. And they'll pay her out the nose. And Well, they've got... The deal that she has is another, I think, two or three movies with with Netflix. She's got another one coming out next year. And then you got to remember, she's like, she's a businesswoman. She's had her finger in a few pies. Sure. So, I mean, um, but what I mean by that is that she's she's really trying. She's like so she's trying so hard. Um, I know. I just want her to focus. Yeah, she doesn't need exactly. She doesn't need to try so hard. That's the thing. You know, I I would watch her watch paint dry. Yes, right. it's what I'm, again. Her in her house being weird is a great yeah. show. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm adjusting my pitch. Yeah. I think now I did not know that she still had a r- remaining projects on her deal with Netflix, and I think they should put her in everything. I think she needs to be the new yeah. child on Bridgerton. I think she needs yeah. to be the first one to do it <laughs> in the new Squid Game. I want her in all of it. All Love of blind. It. Wait. Yes. <laughs> she should host she's, it. I will. Oh! <laughs> it's literally Nick and Vanessa Lachey, and then she like her head just like pops up and is like <laughs> it's like in the middle of them. It's like the, all three of them hosting it. Oh my god, you're right. You're so oh right. Oh my gosh, that would work. That would work. That would. That's that's that's. I, you, you've already chosen Chris, and we cannot take it back once it's been stated publicly. But had you said that just two minutes earlier, <sighs> you, you would have won. You would have won. But we Dang don't take it. back Dear a God. win. Dear God. Imagine her. Wait, we have to just drink this in for a second. Imagine yeah. Lindsay Lohan hosting Love is Blind. Like, imagine them coming in thinking they're going to see Vanessa Lachey, and it's Lindsay Lohan standing. I have goosebumps. So I have, I'm serious. Yes, so. I, I think my nipples just got hard, and I am I smuggling tic-tacs right now. <laughs> I have People goosebumps. People would pass out. I would pass out in my home. Yeah. <laughs> imagine. This is, oh my, guys. <laughs> Please get in touch with Netflix. Netflix, if you're listening, what we have we a have multi-million pound idea. I would, my heart would stop. <laughs> I would like literally cease to exist. Imagine <laughs> her standing there and then she turns around and all the girls who's expecting fucking dumb ass Vanessa Lachey to be like, hey ladies. <laughs> and it's literally Lindsay Lohan. I would have, if I was one of those women, I would have, I would shit twice and die on the spot. Right. 100%. Think about that. I'm floating. <laughs> I'm literally on cloud nine You're right now. You're in the stratosphere right not, now. Not before You're you start saying, let's celebrate today. <laughs> and then think about, pass out. Think about that. That would be amazing. Right, right. And they would just not, okay, okay, okay. And then they wouldn't even say anything, and they would just do it. Like, they wouldn't even promote yeah. that she's going to be the host. They would just drop yeah. it and just, like, let yeah. us understand. What I think would be great is if they didn't even tell Nick and Vanessa, and so they're opening it on the first show, and then in walks Lindsay, just looks at them and says, "Get out!" And they, without speaking, just turn around and walk away. Oh, be the best they will ever. be like, "We have been out outed by the queen of the aughts." So yes. what are yes. we doing here? Yes, we're gonna go home oh and watch God. reruns wow. of Nick and Jessica newlyweds. Oh. Okay. I have to go, like, get on whatever airplane I'm piloting right now because I'm off of this planet. You are so oh ridiculous. God. You are so it's, ridiculous. I love it. I'm loving it. I wish I'm going to be so sad when the next season comes out and this isn't what happens. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're going to oh, have to get God. an AI generated version of the show where they yes. just put yes. Lindsay's face <laughs> on Vanessa Lachey. I'm just going to like print out like a little like cardboard cutout that's like as and big as a it. playing card and just like hold it up in front of it. Like, like in front of my own face, like when close one eyes on right. the street. Yeah. <laughs> Please live stream me for that one. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Oh, well, God. we did this it. This has been so much fun. We did it. You're welcome, Lindsay. Samara. We love you, Lindsay. Let's you. celebrate you today. Yes. And we really do. Honestly, like, like I said, there are some real assholes we feature here, but we love Lindsay. We love every perceived fuck up and triumph. We do want her to succeed. Yeah. Yes. All right, Samara, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Samara the Baker on all the socials. And uh, I'm currently a cast member at the Waxahachie Renaissance Festival in, in Texas. Um, and both. If you want to wait, tell us, wait, tell us a little why? bit about it. So I don't even know why I'm laughing find at you. it. Sometimes right. I laugh just when I see other people laughing. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm laughing with you and I don't know why. Why are you laughing at this thing that you're explaining where you I are? Really, yeah, it's just ridiculous. I'm basically a, a cast member and I'm playing uh, the Viscountess Beecham at the Scarborough Fair uh, Renaissance Festival in Waxahachie, Texas. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, Isn't that amazing? amazing. You book yeah, so if you're there... Yeah. If you're in the area, find our girl. Yeah. I will be more than likely dragging revelers into the pubs, mainly men, and tearing them a new one. So that's what I tend to do. Mm. And then uh, you can also find both my shows on Discovery Plus. So there you go. You can binge watch me if you want. Woohoo. <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> You can find me on my website, which is dominantary.com, which links to all my socials, which is at Dominic Pupa. I'm also doing a show at the Cutting Room in New York this Pride, June 16th and 22nd. It's called Surprising No One. Tickets are available on my website or at thecuttingroomnyc.com. Christopher, where, for the love of God, can we find you? You. You can find me at the Krista Rosa. Please rate and review the show and write in your review who you want us to fix next. As always, I wish you well and hashtag where Shelly. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.